4: Yes, indeed. It's the Odd Couple. I'm Chrissy's Rob. We are live from the TireRag.com studio. We're doing live! And I watched this movie last week. Uh, It's tremendous. It's the unbelievable true story of how George Foreman went from winning the Olympic gold medal to the heavyweight championship to retiring to then returning to the boxing ring 10 years later, overweight, but... He was determined, and he goes ahead and wins his second heavyweight championship. Big George Foreman is the name of the movie. It's exclusively in theaters this Thursday, tomorrow. So get your tickets now. It's rated PG-13. Chris, when I came into
1: the studio today here on 55th, West 55th in New York City, I ran into a big-time radio and television star, and he says he loves the Odd Couple and wanted to say hello to us. Wow, who? Charlemagne the God. Very Great. nice.
4: We had you, him on once, wow. of course. Yeah, Tell him we'd wild. love to get him on again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He and should he
4: have me. the odd couple on his, on the Breakfast Club. Both yeah. of us, you know
1: what I mean? You know, I mean, he said that to me. He goes, well, how long are you in town? Are you, can you come on? We got to get you on the show. And I was like, uh, I'm I'm leaving town, but I'm, I'll be back in May. So maybe we could do that. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I'll cool. I'll leave you
2: some clothes and underwear, though. You
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Alex, you know what? I am
4: leaving clothes at the hotel. I, I do no doubts,
1: Rob. <laughs> are you
4: serious? I am. You're leaving clothes? That's what he does. Yes. So what? You, you... B- what so is, I, I thought it was cl- just undergarments. No, no, no. I throw is, those is out. Enough. I don't leave
1: that for anybody. I don't. I, I think that's tacky to leave underwear. Oh, but so. it's
4: not tacky to leave clothes. Just, no, I they're not Rob. good clothes. Are they good clothes? Yeah, they're just clothes that I'm ready to move on from. So uh, what I oh, do I, is I, I'm, you know, all of us aren't as wealthy as Rob. Parker, no, that's so. not. <laughs> he can just leave clothes. Shoot! All right, all right. You got it so like I'm, that big baller. Go I'm ahead. leaving three. I'm leaving three pair of pants.
1: Two shirts and a pullover. That's what I'm leaving behind. Wow. Because I'm wow. on my way I'm on my way to Arlington, Texas next, Chris. I'll be doing the odd couple Friday from Arlington. And I don't I just don't have room in my bag for all that stuff. It's right. all
4: good. Look, if there's a 6'4", 154 <laughs> pounder coming in after you, they they're in heaven. They're they're blessed. They're lucky. I
1: leave a little note for the maid or the the housekeeper, I should say. That says, what does it say? It says Please keep or donate. Thank you. So okay. so they, they have the right to take the clothes or if not, donate them to the Salvation Army. I don't throw them in the garbage.
4: Well, the, speaking of donating, the Clippers need to figure out, uh, do they want to keep or donate, if you will, <laughs> uh, some of their players? Uh, Rob, they went down 4-1 to the Clippers. Can't blame them. Ty Lu. Of course, um, yeah, it sounded like an excuse, but it really was an explanation that they were at, without their two best players. It's not I'll an excuse, right? I'm with against, you. That's an explanation yeah, against St. Phoenix. Like you said, if you take Anthony Davis and LeBron away from the Lakers, Durant and Booker away from the Sun, you know who who wins like that. So, Rob, the question now for the Clippers is where do they go from here? I'm gonna tell you this, Rob, and this this isn't any. Major revelation. I'd be shocked if you if you disagree with me. The championship window that opened when Kawhi Leonard went there with Paul George, is closed. It's over. Uh, that's not happening because I, I think Rob, when Kawhi Leonard comes back, whenever that is, because he's got the what meniscus tear, um, he might be at this point, Rob, a bench player. Not because he's not good enough. But uh, you've tried everything. Do your next try bringing him off the bench for 26 minutes a night and see if he can stay healthy as a six-man. I don't know, but I do feel like, Rob, I am confident their championship window's closed. They blew it. Now, they only had one shot, and it was in the bubble. They blew it. That was, their, that was the only postseason, Rob, they really been healthy. Right, and they Kawhi, were up three one to, to Denver. Denver and yeah, three one Denver. I'm sorry, that was it. That was your one chance, and they haven't been healthy since. Uh, and Rob, I, I just, I mean, Kawhi, unfortunately, it's the same knee. How long is Kawhi going to be the ACL. out? I, I'm not sure. Rob G, let us know if you know. I, mean, I know he's seeking rehab. The reports were that he's seeking rehab uh, rather than surgery. Well, I don't know if he's ruled out surgery, but the the reports right now are that he's looking for rehab options. But, Rob, um, you know, you say it all the time. You don't, it's not like even Joel Embiid, who was unhealthy early in his career, but was still young, Rob. I mean, Kawhi is about, what, 31, 32. Right. And it's the same knee he had to tear on. It's it's unfortunate. He's an all time great. I don't know where you want know, to rank him. That's another conversation for another day. But he he's just damaged good. So so do you disagree with me that his window, their window, is closed for championships? I you know what?
1: If he's coming, I don't I don't know, Chris. It, it would I, you would assume there's no way he's going to be back in enough time to really make something happen with the Clippers and just their luck and what's happened. What is, why would we believe that in a year or whatever, I don't know how long this injury is going to hurt him.
4: Okay. What's that? He'll be 32 in June.
1: Yeah. Uh, To think that uh, all of a sudden after another surgery and more time off that it's going to be fixed this time and and he'll have a smooth sailing. Hard to believe that. So those are the reasons why it's hard to embrace the idea that they could win. But when I think about the West, I mean... As you said, this past year you didn't think it was uh, that dominant. And Kevin Durant's getting older. LeBron is older. You know, like you start to look at some of these other teams. Uh, is 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 uh, Memphis really there, Chris? Yet, what about Denver? We have to wait and see. There's a lot of thing question marks in the West.
4: There's no juggernaut uh, there, right? And even
1: that. the Warriors at another year. Who knows what happens with Draymond? Who right. knows what happens going forward? Maybe Clay's not happy because. He's not going to get cashed out, you know, and all this other stuff. Uh, so, so you know, it's not like you said, a juggernaut that, oh, no, they got no shot at looking at it. But it's hard for me to even consider anything Clippers because of what's happened and just the bad luck. That's a franchise that did everything right. They hired the right coach. They were able to get um, – um, they, were, they were able to Chris uh, put together Everybody a roster. Would take
4: Paul George and Kawhi Leonard.
1: Right. I mean that that when they were able to pull off the trade to get Paul George and get Kawhi Leonard, Chris who had an easy street package to go to the Lakers. Yep. He's from suburban L.A. He could have played with the Lakers. He could have won with Anthony. He would They had room for Kawhi, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. That's yep. what they had available. And he turned that down. That was on his on his plate. Because he wanted to do it differently Absolutely and not was on go, yep. yeah, not not go Chris uh, the easy route or whatever. I would have mad respect that he yep. turned down what was a piece of cake. And they probably, I'm just Chris, they might have won three championships uh, with those three if, well, if guys stayed mean, healthy.
4: Yeah, he, you know, no, injuries, I'm saying if, if guys stayed yeah, healthy, right? No, I mean, they certainly had the ability, there's no doubt. But. Rob, so here's my question. It sounds like you would – I want to ask you where do the Clippers go from here. Home Hawaii dinner, maybe and a show. Paul George, Kawhi and Paul George both have $45 million left on their deal next year, fully guaranteed. Then they have a player option for $49 million. They have the same contract. Um, I They're uh, eligible for extensions right now, Rob, this offseason. But – I would not extend them. I know they're going into the new arena in Inglewood, just minutes from where I used to stay when I was out there in LA. But Rob, I I would not extend them. Um I would I would talk to people around the league about trading them. Now, I don't think you'll get any takers. I think Rob a, a championship contender that's right there would love to have a Kawhi Leonard. Uh, but I, they probably would be looking at him as a guy that would come off the bench and give us 24, 25 minutes a night and be great um, and win it that way. But I, even for that, Rob, I don't think they're going to pay him $45 million for that. No, I, I, I just. You're right. That, so that I, would, don't, I don't think you be able to trade either of them. And so I think you run it back. And, I you you mean, you I don't have think you win a back. championship, but, you know, you'll be a good team. You'll be relevant. But I I, I just don't see how you can – I just think, you're running I think you are run it back. You have
1: to run it back because you talked about the opening of the new arena and all that other stuff, Chris. Uh, you're not going to gut the team or, or
4: be like – Right, not for that.
1: Yeah, uh, you just can't do it. You just can't do it. And if you're the owner – uh, and and your front office people, you're disappointed. Like what? What did we do wrong to the basketball gods that that this just keeps happening to us? And it's and it's not just we get the Kawhi stuff, but then the Paul George, right? Like he that's hasn't been healthy
4: either for the most part.
1: That's the other one, Chris. Okay, yep. Kawhi, we knew we got it, but he had a bad wing when we got him. You know what I mean? Or we we knew it. We took it. We rolled the dice. We already knew what was happening. But then Paul George was a young guy to,
4: you know, and and he can't stay healthy. It's just. And, Rob, they, they, they had a shot, which is more than you can say for Brooklyn. These are very similar situations. Uh, Kawhi largely dictated. Now, he was recruited by the Clippers, of course, whereas Durant was just. Called him up and said, "Look, Kawhi or Kyrie and I are coming to Brooklyn, but Kawhi had a lot to do with it. He dictated terms. Right, get go get Paul George and I'll come to you. And neither one worked out. Rob, um, I, this worked out more than Brooklyn. As bad as Clippers fans feel, and as they they unsatisfying finally- as this sign this feels." It did go better than it went in Brooklyn, Rob. You got to admit that. They got to a no, conference finals. I was going to say, the
1: first time in their team's history, even though it was without Kawhi, they did get to the conference finals. They did. Yep.
4: And, they, and they, like I said, it was really only one year where they had a real shot, right? That was in the bubble. But at least they had that shot. Brooklyn never gave itself a shot. And no. Look, I mean, because they, the, one,
1: Sid, the series they lost to Milwaukee – Kyrie they got good. hurt in Game Three, and and, and then uh, James Harden, Harden got hurt Came in back, the first you know, minute ampered. of right. Game One.
4: Right. Those three were terrific together, and they never they never had a a full off season or or I should say postseason where their three stars Harden, Kyrie, and Durant even gave themselves a chance to win, and so the Clippers. Yeah, I would. Would you agree with me that of the two, uh, of the two disappointing Super teams, I think the Clippers. I mean, it, it doesn't feel good because they don't get a championship or even a finals appearance. But I think there's, they got more out of it than than the Brooklyn did at least.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I and agree. And even track, though the, the you know, Kevin either. Durant stepped on the line, Chris, and that would have been a game winner, and Milwaukee probably would have never won a champion. I mean, there's so Brooklyn much going on, but they didn't get year. there. But they didn't get there.
4: Yep. All right. It is the iCouple. We're still talking Clippers. What to do with Russell Westbrook? Or should he even want to go back to the Clippers? That's next. Keep it locked. It's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: TJ Hutchman's and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
1: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
2: This is Uncanny USA.
3: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
2: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming!
4: Alright, it's the iCouple Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. Look, be sure not to miss Draft Night Live on Fox Sports Radio tomorrow night. 8 p.m. Eastern throughout the first round of the NFL Draft. You'll have insider Jay Glazer, former Cardinals GM Steve Kahn, college football Hall of Famer LeVar Arrington, and big noon kickoffs Rob Stone. They'll all have pick-by-pick predictions and reactions to every first-round pick. That's tomorrow night, Thursday, at 8 p.m. Eastern throughout the first round of the draft live right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio's draft coverage is presented by Chock C-H-O-Q, the reigning champion of natural men's health. Level up your strength, your energy, and your focus at choq.com. Use code DRAFT for 35% off any subscription for life. That's choq.com code draft Rob um, Memphis jumping on the Lakers right now they're up 45-35 nice little comfortable lead they've definitely outplayed the Lakers to this point but it's not enough for you to rest easy if you're a Grizzlies fan I think they're about to go up 13 Josh just hit an alley-oop uh, over LeBron while being fouled, so I assume he'll drop the free throw. But mm-hmm. um, they're playing well. i tell you what, though, Rob. Dylan Brooks, I really think his whole the talking trash and all that is backfired on him. I don't mean because they're down 3-1 and LeBron's played fairly well. But he seems to have gotten in his own head, Rob. This dude can't hit nothing, He's 1 for 7, he's 0 for 3 from 3. I mean, he's not a great shooter to begin with, but he's a like decent. I mean, it looks like he's in his own head on these jump shots, right?
1: Yeah, that's bad. If 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 you're going to do that, you still have to perform. Like yeah. the worst thing you can do is uh is talking and then you don't play. That's cuz if you could back it up, we talk about it all the time. If you could back it up, it's cool. Yep. Do so your thing. Say your, say your business, your piece. But you can't then flame out in the game. But I'm not yeah. surprised, Chris. I just I, I just didn't think – I thought the Lakers took it all it could to win at home in overtime against them and that they would come out here uh, and beat the How Lakers. much
4: of a chance you giving uh, the Grizzlies to actually win the series?
1: I still give them a chance, too, because they, they so would you're have you're giving game...
4: them more of a chance than you are the Bucks.
1: Yeah, they have a chance. Wow. Because I just I, – I, I mean, I look at the – I think the Grizzlies, I think they could win a game seven at home. Obviously, they'd have to win win game six in L.A. That would
4: be the question, right? That's the I question. Mean, but I, but if it goes seven,
1: Chris, if they win the next two and it goes seven and they go back – Well, I don't know. And then you talked about it about the every other day now. in games That hurts
4: the Lakers. I think LeBron's a little off tonight. I mean, he he clearly like we saw game four. He was pacing himself tonight. He's coming out. It's like he's trying to put Memphis to bed. No, he wants to. He doesn't want to. Right. But he's only one for seven. You know, and he's got three turnovers, so he's not playing well. May have something to do with the one day rest, Rob. He's thirty eight years old. That's what. That's you're the right, scary that, part. Yeah, I mean, I I give him a shot. I Think I said on TV after Game Four, I, I say it's about ninety five percent done, which isn't much of a shot. But who knows if they get to a Game Seven. Um, you wonder where LeBron's legs would be. Memphis, obviously, would be comfortable if they'd be at home. So you'd have to give them a shot if they can get that far. Um, elsewhere, Rob, New York, New York, Cleveland, Rob, they're down 12 at home early in the third quarter, and Cleveland's had a double-digit lead for most of the game. Rob, this is a tragedy for the Cavs. Yeah, no they, one they, expected them to win the East. But we thought, okay, they might be a year away. You know, go play Milwaukee tough in the second round. And then next year you got more experience. Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, they're more experienced. Mitchell's a superstar. Jared Allen's good. You, they, maybe next year they'd be a contender. Rob, not only you are you on the verge of losing in the first round, you're on the verge of getting Beat in five.
1: Yeah, they got they got punched in the face, and they never responded. The Knicks, defensively, Chris, uh, put it on them. The, the, yep. the voodoo, whatever you want to call it, the physicality. Uh, Donovan Mitchell hasn't responded. He struggled big time. That's why they went and made that trade. You thought with the young Lucas that they had when they got him, we yep. expected them to, to
4: elevate, didn't we? Absolutely. No, I mean, they won a lot of games last year. Right. And had a good season. And That's what I'm right. saying, you right? Get and him, then you you're added thinking, Donovan okay, Mitchell. Yep, we're right on the doorstep, and they're not. And and Rob, what it looks like, and Julius Randle's out uh, he, late in the first half.
1: So, OB, OB Toppin, right?
4: yeah. And they're still rolling. They're, now they're up 15. Um, so they're they're rolling without Julius Randle. He's in the locker room. We don't know how serious the, he tweaked his ankle, reaggravated it. We don't know how serious it is. But Rob, I do. I think you used the right phrase. Punched him in the mouth. Cleveland looks soft, more so the bigs. Right, uh, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. They just look like they don't want that smoke. That's physical playoff basketball. And And that that can happen to teams because it's a
1: different game in the postseason, Chris. It's just a little more physical uh, stuff you couldn't get away with during the regular season. If you're not ready for it. Uh, you could struggle. We even saw last year. And I'm not saying Kevin Durant wasn't ready for it. He wasn't ready for the defense he saw from
4: the Celtics. No, no, they, no, no, no. He, and he, they didn't. He, the coaching staff didn't help him out either. Didn't, it was like didn't help to, it to adjust him to let him exactly. Go right. Exactly. But I I agree, Rob. That physical defense definitely bothered him, and I think it bothers him. You know, if I'm a team that's facing them going forward, Phoenix, I'm gonna try to be as physical as I can with Kevin Durant, with you know, within the rules because they definitely letting them get a little more physical, Rob, in the postseason. I like it, um, but I'm sure it's a big adjustment for some of these players. All right, uh, Nick Baumgartner, the athletic senior writer for the NFL Draft, he'll join us in a moment. But first,
2: be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
4: app. Our next guest is a senior writer for The Athletic, covers the NFL Draft. We welcome in Nick Baumgartner. Nick, welcome to the iCouple. What's
1: happening, Nick? much, guys? How we
4: doing? We are great. We are great. Excited about tomorrow's draft. Of course, everyone mm-hmm. is, you know, looking forward to the quarterbacks and where they're selected. It feels like it's pretty clear cut that... Um, uh, that where who's going number one? I should put it that way. Uh, is that your feeling that it's a done deal? It will be Bryce Young from Alabama number one?
5: Yeah, I mean, it sure feels like it. I haven't seen or heard anything uh, from anybody I would trust. that uh, Right, would other than Reddick, right?
1: <laughs>
4: right? We'll get to other that. Than, yeah. We'll ask you about that. Other than
5: Will Levis' roommate or whatever it was. right? So, <laughs> but no, I think I think uh, all signs have pointed at that since Carolina made the trade. And Bryce is, a, you know, he's the best guy on the board. I think that that's. You know, if you've really studied it, that's kind of uh, easy to see. So, you know, some flaws there, of course, but, um, you know, he's a special kid. So we'll see uh, how it goes, but that would be my pick.
1: Let, let's talk about the quarterbacks in the draft and how much of a crapshoot it really is. I mean, Chris and I talk mm-hmm. about it all the time on this show. A lot of guys fail. A lot of guys wind up bust. We, we, the, the Jets right. have drafted a couple quarterbacks that haven't worked out. Sam Darnold's on his ninth team this Hot year. I, I mean, just think <laughs> about that. Yeah. That. Why is it so hard to pick a quarterback? And a lot of these guys have played at major colleges and, and put up numbers and people thought they were something special.
5: Yeah, it's the mental part, I think, that you just cannot predict. And that's, you know, a lot of the thing with C.J. Stroud, you know, those uh, F2 scores get leaked right. and then some people freak out on him, right? But, like, so much of that is so much of that is a little bit of an overreaction, but so much of that's valid because, like, the, we don't know how you're going to act. Uh, when it's really real. And we know that, you know, you can play at a major college like if you're C.J. Stroud or Justin Fields. He had a similar issue. And you can beat Team 70 and up every week, and you're barely getting police coming after you. And it's just a different world when failure is sort of like what is happening all the time, and you're having to solve your way around it. Like, that's the NFL. I mean, and so it's just really difficult to predict how a kid is going to respond mentally. Like, Anthony Richardson is like... If he fixes his, you know, accuracy issues and takes care of all those little things and is mentally tough enough, then he's the best player in this draft. I'm not sure that it's it's arguable, right? But we can't predict what we haven't seen yet, and that's the hardest part with the
1: quarterbacks. Okay. Let me just do a quick follow up. Can yeah. you improve on accuracy? Like 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 yeah. some guys can't find a strike zone. Can you improve on your accuracy? Right.
5: I think that's a great question, and it's like one that I think multiple people would give you multiple answers, but I think you can. I think that you can improve on your feet. You can, you know, because that's where it all starts. I think that's most throwing, and that would be the same with baseball, right? It's your feet, your mechanics, and everything else. And I think that as long as you're consistent with that and just sort of mentally uh, doing all of the things like in a routine, then you can get better. However, like, your navigation of the pocket and your ability to sort of really sense and process, like, that sort of is what it is. And I think some of that is just, like, that doesn't really improve that much. It's just you get better habitually, right, like, at doing it every day. And so I think that you can get better at it, but the reason why people have these hesitations is it's just like – You can't get that much better. You you have to be pretty happy to begin with, you know, or it's kind of a non-starter.
4: Well, that's why, look, you brought up Anthony Richardson, and I know everybody's going Mm -hmm. gaga over him because he did a somersault at the Combine and all that, but I get that he's a fantastic athlete, and, right. and but and this is an overstatement but I mean that doesn't mean you're going to be a great quarterback and he hasn't shown us yet that he has all those intangibles accuracy being you know something that's an issue mm-hmm. like I mean if it were this simple you just take the great athletes and put them at quarterback I mean why? What are people around the league saying about this? Is a little baffling to me. I get his ability, but athleticism's never been like the number one thing for a quarterback in the NFL.
5: No, but I think like like in this case, you know, when you when you put all of it on the table, and you've got a 6'4", 250 hundred and fifty pound guy who can do what he can do as an athlete and has the arm, and if you can mold him, you know, it's the ultimate. Anthony Richardson is like the ultimate. Quarterback, nerds, coach, dream, right? Like, I could fix anybody. If I could could build a guy in a lab, you know, physically, it would be him. Because there's not any weaknesses to his physical whatever. There's nothing he cannot do on a football field. But, you know, it's like you said. Because, I mean, like, we had one season with him, 12 games. And it wasn't a great 12 games. It was not, (laughs) you know, scintillating. There were some moments in there that were amazing. But there were some moments in there that are just really hard to unsee. So, You know, whoever does take him, and I would argue the same for Levis. Like, you better have a plan. You better have a really good coach, a really good QB coach. Like, I'd I'd want a veteran around him, too, that I would trust. Like, you're going to have to really wrap your arms around him because I think that's part of the package.
4: With Stroud, you mentioned the S2 test, and he didn't perform Mm -hmm. well on that. Well, you, if you've talked to people in the league about that, I mean, is this really that alarming to the point where, like, I, I actually have liked him. He's the guy I like best yeah. in the draft. Um yeah, I, I like is him he lot, dropping yeah. because of that or what? See, I think that could be, you know, that could be a little bit of BS. I mean, I, because I
5: think that it, that's nothing that you haven't seen on his tape. You know what I mean? Like that's two scores. That would confer Like Bryce Young had the best one, and of course he did, because if you watch his tape, you know his processing. I mean, he's making Bryce Young's making throws before guys even make the bridge, right? Like he's right. he's next level with it. But Stroud is he had some of that hiccupy stuff in the pocket. I mean, he would he, he took a little while, and what that test is trying to measure is how fast you're sort of seeing things before they develop. And, you know, so I think that, you know, again, some of that can be coached around and some of that can be improved, you know, around it, I guess. But that's part of who he is, and and that's also what you saw on tape. So that really shouldn't be a shock to anybody, and I don't really think it is. Uh, And I think that's probably how teams are looking at it.
1: How about uh, just – Somebody that people aren't given a lot of love to. Will we have any surprises in the first round, or somebody has moved up enough that uh, people were sleeping on them?
5: You know, I get, it's interesting the running backs in this class. You know, I know everybody hates the, the running back situation. Right, <laughs> nobody wants to draft
1: a running back in the
5: first round. This definitely, is a, this is a good running back class, guys. Like, not just B. John Robinson. Like, he's definitely a first round pick. But Jameer Gibbs, uh, the kid there that played with Bryce Sheldon at Bama, he, before he got hurt, he was electric, and he had showed he showed some big-time stuff there. I think he ran a 4-3-something, four uh, three six, four three five. 3 He's another one that I think could slip in there. Uh, Adam Aware, the, the kid from Northwestern, who's a freaky, freaky defensive end who put up some crazy, crazy strength numbers. I think some teams really love him, and I wouldn't be shocked if he slipped in there too. It's a weird draft. A lot of really good players, but, like, everybody has a flaw. You know what I mean? So... It's a weird draft, but not a bad draft.
4: Everybody's excited in New York about Aaron Rodgers going there now, but they need to <clears> shore up that offensive line. You think they'll be able to do that uh, in this draft? I'm sure that's their number one problem. What do they have,
1: 18, picks? What pick do they have? 15. 15? Yeah, they traded with, with Green Bay, so I think
5: actually that's a not a bad spot there. I think that both sides work out well in that trade because. New York is still in a good shape. They have enough picks to where even if they want to move up a couple picks to make sure they get Speronski or Paris Johnson, they can do that. Like because I and that was my thought with them. You know, a month ago when I mocked it out, I was like, well, if you're going to get Rogers, then you need to go up and get the tackle right now. Like right. go get him. Because you're trying to win a Super Bowl, so I think they can still do that. I think they have a really good chance to do that if they want to, or if the board plays the way they want it and somebody falls, which is also possible.
4: All right, that's Nick Baumgartner, the Athletic senior writer. Excellent stuff, Nick. Thanks, we appreciate Nick. your Thanks time. Thanks for the knowledge. You we best appreciate fellas.
5: you. You bet. Take care. Yep.
4: yep. All right, more eye couple coming your way. We'll talk NFL draft around the corner. Keep it locked, Fox Sports Radio. Yes, Big Daddy. <laughs>
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
1: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This
2: is Uncanny USA.
3: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
2: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs)
4: All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place, is a wonderful thing. Trust the brother bundle and save at progressive.com. We're also brought to you by discover card. And at the end of your first year, discover credit cards automatically doubles all the cash back that you've earned. Everything you earn folks doubled. I'm serious. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Rob, we were just talking with Nick Baumgartner of the athletic about the NFL draft. And we mainly talked quarterbacks. And, Rob, it is – it's interesting that, you know, Anthony Richardson, who's just a superstar athlete, um, and then even Will Levis. You're hearing a lot of talk about Will Levis too. I mean, both of these guys expected to go in the first round. Levis, now there was a rumor. Somebody put something on Reddit. That he was going to go number one to Carolina and that too bad we had to read in it, Vegas. Right? yeah, it, unbelievable. But Rob, here, look, and I, I get that a guy may not have had a great college career. We've seen, I mean, Tom Brady was a six round draft pick. He didn't get he, that much he, run at Michigan. No, no, he wasn't dominant by any stretch. You remember it was uh, Chris Drew Henson was the right. star. It was you he heard more about Drew Henson. Drew Henson signed with the Yankees. You remember? Yep. I think he had one base hit. He wanted to make it to major leagues and having one hit, but he was a two way star, baseball player, and football yep. quarterback. Yep, and um, obviously the rest is history with break. So we've seen it happen. So I'm not saying. You know, everything is your college career. But again, Rob, Brady was a six-round pick. But we're hearing about Anthony Richardson. These are Anthony Richardson's numbers last year at Florida. Now, he was there three years. Only really started the one year last year. Completed 54% of his passes, Rob. Okay. Not special. Uh, 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions. By comparison, well, let let me throw out Will Levis first, too, before I get there. Will Levis, Rob, spent four years in college, started at Penn State. That's where he first was at. Got very little run. Goes to an inferior program, Kentucky. And, you know, starts but doesn't light the world on fire for two years. His junior year, Rob, 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Last year, 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Mm. For comparison's sake, C.J. Stroud, playing at a higher level at Ohio State, had 85 touchdowns and 12 interceptions in his last two seasons. So,
1: (laughs) I'm just saying, right? And then here's the other thing, too, you know. Ohio State quarterbacks have flamed out the NFL. they
4: have. That that I is, mean that
1: that's a fact. That's not
4: even Right. And that shouldn't that obviously may not have anything to do with CJ no, doesn't. but it is something you look at. That's one thing, again, it might be unfair to him, but it gives me pause. I mean we know, what Troy what system Smith, are they running? Troy Smith went to, And they got a different coach, but he still was under Urban right. Meyer. Ryan, Ryan Day Troy, was under Urban Meyer, yep. right.
1: But, but Chris, Smith, their history, it goes back. I mean, I don't know. Art
4: Schleister, uh, you can go way back.
1: That's what I'm saying, right. There's a ton of Arch- quarterbacks. Art
4: Troy Smith, Terrell, what was it? Pryor. I, Terrell Pryor. Yep. Um, Carlisle, was it Carlisle Jones? Cardell. Cardell. Cardell Car- Jones. Do you remember he played great in the championship game. He was a backup quarterback and came back Fantastic. to school. Fantastic. Fantastic. Which I thought was smart. I thought because it was a he mistake. needed some more. Seed- well, he would have went higher, but he probably would have flamed out anyway. No, but, but I but mean, he needed more. He needed, he needed more. That, right.
1: he needed I, I, I more get it, seed- but he
4: didn't. He wound up coming back quick and not even starting the next year. Right, not playing well, no doubt. Um, but yeah, they. It, you can go all the way down the line, and there's no doubt they've had these great college quarterbacks who just haven't been able to get it done at all in the NFL. Stroud, I, I think he's it's different. Not but I, you know, it's not fair to no, him. It's not but, fair. But you don't know. I mean, we, we said it. It's a crapshoot with these quarterbacks. Um, I think, Rob, though, with – and you asked the question of Ga- Baumgartner, you know, can you improve your accuracy? I, I always wonder
1: about that, Chris, because, you know, there's certain guys who have touch. We always talk about it, you know, like uh, – Certain guys, we talk about Aaron Rodgers or Mahomes, certain people who could just drop the ball right in there. And then there are other guys, Chris, where their accuracy is just like they just missed a guy, like consistently, like just just a little bit too far, just, you know, and and everybody doesn't have it. And I just wonder, it's like guys in pitching. Some guys just don't have the control, Chris, to keep them as a major league pitcher because they
4: don't throw the ball for strikes. You know what right, I mean? And if right. you don't throw the ball for strikes, you can't pitch in the big. I don't league. care how hard you throw. No, nope. right? I, I the name that came to mind when you asked that question was Josh Allen, and mm-hmm. and I actually think Rob, he's the guy. He's gotten better. Yeah, that that he's the one that teams think of when they look at an Anthony Richardson who wasn't very accurate in college who's big and athletic and has a cannon for an arm. That's Josh Allen. Um and that uh, Will Levis was fairly accurate, um, but still just didn't light the world on fire with his numbers and he's got the body, the size, all that, the arm. That's what but they're Josh attracted Al- to. Josh Allen, Rob, in college completed only fifty six percent of his passes. Wow. It, as a rookie it was below 53% in the NFL, but he improved. It went to 59%, then 69% in his best year, and then 63% the last two years. Um, so I think people hope that, hey, he could be – you know, Rob, these leagues for all the scouting and all the video. money and everything they put into it, the video – it's very much a copycat league. All of them, all the leagues, no, right? No,
1: it is, and yeah. and it's also, it's just a crapshoot. It just is. I don't care how much you put into it, Chris. It's just been way too many busts. Oh yeah, uh, top quarterbacks. Uh, Sam Darnold, Chris. You know that T.J. Hushmanzada, who we've had on our show. He loves Sam
4: Darnold. Uh, <laughs> Colin loves Sam Darnold. You know what right. I mean? He doesn't claim Sam. He'll claim Burrow in a minute, but not Sam Darnold. All right, we got an hour left. Keep it locked. Ah, couple. Fox Sports Radio.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or